Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, I'm super stoked. This is the launch week of the Millennial Money course. Check it out at course.millennialmoney.com, course.millennialmoney.com. Sign up for updates and discounts. The plan is to launch it Thursday. Now here's the new episode. Hey everyone, today we're going to answer a listener question. This is from Dan from Chicago who asked, should I take out personal loans to invest? The simple idea is that Dan wants to go to a bank and take out a loan, probably at maybe a 5, 6, 7% interest, and then invest that money in something. He didn't say what, uh, but presumably, you know, it's a stock, uh, you know, a stock play uh, or something like that. And gosh, I could not recommend, uh, you know, against this more. It's just a terrible idea. In a lot of cases, it's just pure gambling. You know, you're taking money out from one source at a particular rate, and then you want to invest it in something where you'd have to get, gosh, even with capital gains tax, gosh, maybe 12% on your money in order to maybe even break even. So it's not a simple sort of make 8% and then you bank the 2% difference. Big banks try to do things like this. It's called leveraging. But for the average investor, it's just a complete gamble, complete waste of money. And to add to that, there's really no sure thing when it comes to investing. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of media that tout kind of the stock, you know, that's going to blow up the stock, that the, the hidden gem. Um, you know, the big pick, but you know, really that that's a flawed premise. It's very, very difficult to pick a winner in that sense. And so don't risk it all uh, and take out a personal loan to invest. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, no, I, I agree with a lot of that. And, uh, you know, to that point about gambling, and you know, I wish it was gambling because a lot of times with casinos, you know, the odds on every game. So, so it's even um, worse than gambling. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you got to be ready to, to, you know, you know, the numbers might be black and white, but the emotions are not. So be prepared, you know, understand your risk profile. And it's one thing to think on paper, you know, if my you know investment were to go down, I think I would be comfortable versus actually experiencing it and then you know realizing the stress involved and you know double que- you know questioning your decisions and and you know any sort of negative uh, impact from that. And again, you know when it comes to this, uh, you know building wealth, uh, I think one of the biggest inhibitors is probably making big dis- uh, big mistakes early on because again because of compound interest, if you if you suffer any sort of early setback. Um, you know, the, it, it just really compounds magnificently, you know, down the road. Yeah, you could really get screwed by taking out a personal loan and investing it. And if you lose your money, you know, then you owe that money with interest. And it works both ways. Compound interest works both ways. And that's something that, you know, I often forget, honestly, where, you know, your debt is compounding, uh, you know, with with a rate, an APR, an interest rate, just like your investments compound. And the same idea really applies to, I know Dan was probably talking about taking out a loan to invest in stocks, but the same thing applies to taking out a loan for real estate um, or even a loan for your small business. A lot of the biggest mistakes early entrepreneurs make is they take on cash too early. So they think that the first step really is to launch money or even they take a bunch of money from friends and family without having, say, a proof of concept or, you know, a business that's off the ground and then they get into debt immediately. One of the worst things you can do is, for example, take out a loan to launch a small business. Try to launch it with your own money. Spend a year or two doing it. 
get it to cash flow positive and then uh, you know get money uh, you know to grow it and same thing with a house don't take out more money than you can afford that's the biggest mistake I see foreclosures popping up all the time around my neighborhood and it's just in every case it's just someone who bought more house than they could afford they got ahead of themselves yeah the, the, that's uh, one last point I want to say is you know when you take out a personal loan the ser- you know to service that interest every month that's going to be new funds out of your budget. So you're not going to be able to use the appreciation on whatever investment you made. So you know while you might be netting out a few hundred dollars at the end of the year, throughout that year, you'll be spending thousands towards the interest. So just keep that in mind if you do take on a personal loan. But you know overall, I would not do it. I think it's just too much leverage and you know to all the points earlier on this episode. So the final point, when you take out a $5,000 loan, say at 6% interest, a lot of people take out loans and they mistakenly think that, oh, I'm taking out $5,000. I'm only going to need to pay back $5,000. But in reality, that $5,000, say over a 10-year period, could grow to $10,000 or even more. And so you're never just borrowing the amount you're borrowing. It's always the amount plus yeah, interest. especially with credit cards. So. <laughs> but yeah. Thanks, Dan, for the question. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.